We had a um, mishap earlier. A little, mi- literally, mic drop. Mic drop, and we didn't do it, so we are not paying. For I don't it. know if we're gonna get invited back next week, but um, if not, well, it's been fun. It's been fun, but we made it to episode six. We're in episode six, guys. If you're still, if you've listened to episode one through now, thank you. Hopefully, you've uh, left us, you know, a review or two. Hopefully, you've. Um, who are they leaving reviews for? Who? What the hell is our name, dude? My name is Nick. Oh, my name is Jeff. Your name is Jeff, but and we are honestish with, with a, a side of hot sauce of hot sauce Tap- podcast Tapatio. Um, episode six is COVID. COVID. This oh, is the man. COVID episode this that you've where, all been waiting this for. This is where people are going to literally go end. They're going to be like, fuck you, Karen, and your goddamn mask wearing. Or they're going to be like, yeah. you know what? It's a freaking liberal conspiracy brought to you by George Soros and Bill Gates' bastard son. And I don't, we're going to piss some people off. But before we do that, I need you to fully disclose. Like, the views and words that come out of my mouth, I cannot be held accountable for. Um, I was dropped on my head as a child. I have been punched in the head many times, and I have chosen to do certain things that are probably not super-duper healthy for the human brain, and I have to contain this inside all day during my professional week, and then I can be on a microphone. And, and I, then word vomit. It's word vomit. And you know what? Frankly, I choose to not be accountable for the shit I say. So it's Rightfully a choice. So. Rightfully it's so. My body, my choice. Um, but please do not be offended. I love and hate all humans equally. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Nick. I just put a uh, mint in my mouth. So if you guys hear that. Yep. Just that's a lot me. Of balls getting juggled around here. That's me. So wh- what do we want to, where do we want to start with the COVID talk? God, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say. So, in a way, I was hoping that it would bring people together when, like, we all shut the world down, right? Like, it could have been our Celestine prophecy moment where we all wake up and we're like, oh, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. But you understand now that wasn't the ulterior motive behind this. Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm in business. I talk with a lot of people with certain views thinking that it's a giant conspiracy. I think I talk to people that... Oh, equally just believe if we all stay home forever, everything will be okay, and those people are kind of crazy. But, I mean, what do you think? Like, what, what do you think? Is this a is this a government conspiracy, or is it like New I don't World think it's Order? A, well, I don't think it's a conspiracy, because a conspiracy is, is means it's fake, right? Like, No, not necessarily. I mean, I, I definitely think there's an ulterior motive behind it. I'm pretty sure the motive was so Nancy Pelosi could get a hairdo by herself, and she didn't have to deal with anyone else in the salon. But... Maybe that's not the facts. I don't know. That could be one. What do you like? Is this the like George Soros, Bill Gates, you know, socialist new world order where it's to condition us to basically stand in bread lines and ask for the government to take care of us? I mean, the thesis could be said on that, that that's been happening for 50 years, our whole life. And maybe this is the kind of, you know, straw that breaks the camel's back. But is that the conspiracy that you're thinking? Like, keep us all like just compliant i don't think the full answer is out yet i mean i feel like there's a lot of different things that are happening like you know there's a coin shortage what's up with that because coins are dirty dirty coins and we're in quarantine but quarantine is a term that is used to define sick people in an area 
right? Yeah. Well, we're not really. We're in social distancing, but there's nothing social about it. I've always liked my distance a bit social. Like it meant to me, at first, I was like, "Oh, social distancing. Like, hey, we're gonna stand close and talk because it's social, but we're not actually inside each other." But and things, you know, like graduations, church services, major events are put to a halt. They but, have been. But we can go stand in line at Walmart. I've only been to Pay Walmart, for shit like, at the big box stores that support, yeah, you know, corporate I mean, America. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. And there, there is a giant underlying undertone of, you know, this mass marketed, mass produced way of life. And, you know, I think the downside is it's like it's killing the people you know the the few people that it has killed it is killing the people that you know kind of lived off mass produced life i mean they tend to have been a little more overweight with the diabetes and it's like you know you're eating corporate food and you're living this like american lifestyle and now you're getting sick but i get the idea of like conditioning us to just assume like you know the new world order is taking over or you know the socialist kind of overlords will be in charge and you know we'll be compliant and we'll be buying everything at the walmart and we'll stand you know, farther apart from each other. So, you know, freaking uh, surveillance cameras can tell who we are. But, you know, do you really think, like, those people, I guess, those people in charge on that side are, are that smart and capable of doing this? And, and and that's based in evil, right? And so, like, the people that are also super empowered that are good, do you think they're, like, able to not fight it? Or do you think they're just standing idly by? Or do you think there's no good left? Like... That's what I worry more about. Well, I mean, I don't think the good people can really have a voice because, you know, if they do voice their the truth or, or voice their opinion, what will happen to them? I don't know. You get yelled at online. Um, you, you die? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the things I've seen that have cracked me up the most are I, I work downtown in Traverse City, small town in Michigan, but, you know, a big tourist presence and... The first couple weeks of summer, everyone's walking down Front Street, which is like our main drag, and the street's wide open now. They've removed car traffic, and it's more of like that European boulevard-type situation. But beginning of the summer, very few people were wearing masks, okay? Um, As summer has kind of shifted into fall, and more and more of the people downtown are not from around here, you're seeing more and more people wearing masks. But yet we're outside, right? We're walking and barely passing each other. And, and there doesn't seem to be the science that would say, I'm going to get sick or you're going to get sick because we just walked by each other all of a sudden. Unless, like, we walk by each other and do that secret handshake where we spit in each other's mouth at the end. Like, you know, you're probably not going to get sick. But, you know, the funny thing is, is I dropped my daughter off at soccer tonight or and even the other night. And the kids are all on the soccer field playing soccer together. No masks, Right. The parents and the spectators are in the, they're not even in stands, they're in their own camping chairs, socially distanced apart, and they are all wearing masks. But it's funny because, like, if one of the kids was sick, or if a parent was sick, there's a pretty high likelihood that kid was sick, that's their kid, who's not wearing a mask around all these other people they're playing a contact sport with, that they could have passed this, and it's just... The logical fallacies is what drives me nuts. Because, like, what you're saying, it's like, does that make sense? I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. No, you can smell a fart through your mask, so how is it going to protect a virus? What I like about masks and farts is you can kind of flavor savor it a little bit longer. A little bit. If, Dutch oven? No, it's like the perfect way. If, like, you walk through a fart, like, and you're just like, hmm, tastes like carrots. It's going to stick with you another, like, eight seconds. That's uh, onions and ketchup. Panera. Brought to you by Panera. Oh, speaking of sponsors, 
Um, we need to thank our main sponsor, New Leonard Media. Woot woot. Um, we would also like to say thank you to the new Bill and Ted Face the Music movie. I will give them a plug. It was awesome. I watched it with my kids. Um, I might have smoked a little too much weed and drank a little too much, ate four slices of pizza, a third of a pie, and had indigestion for the next day and a half. Thanks, Bill and Ted. And uh, as always, Joe Rogan, our inspiration, and Nick's nemesis. I'm coming for you, episode 100, Joe. Episode 100, Joe. Your ass is seagrass. Um, what do you want to tell me about COVID? What do you think? I know you you sent me some stuff this week, and I know you've been on the interwebs. Without that stuff in your head, what do you think? Like, what does Nick think about this? I mean, it, it there is a sickness out there, for sure. And, you know, it's, I, I don't wish death upon anybody. I, I do. I have enemies that I literally have. Like, as my but, 13-year-old would say, we both have a kill list. But at the end of the day, Love I, you, sweetie. I, I want to know why it's worse than the flu. I mean, I've got a high school biology equivalent, so I really can't give you medical advice. But what I would say is the anecdotal science is that it tends to be a little it kills a bit more than the flu in a shorter period of time so we haven't even had flu season yet so to compare like a full year flu season to a full covid season is kind of a tough thing right now but it is highly contagious and it seems like people with other what do they call them comorbidity factors where you know you're fat or you've got the diabetes or hypertension or you know certain underlying conditions you're more likely to let this one is more likely to push you over the edge right like so I remember being a kid and every time like grandma or great aunt or someone you know who's over 80 falls and breaks their hip, you know what's next, right? Like they're dead within usually two to three years, right? It's always like, oh, they broke a hip. Then it's like, you know, then they're going to go into the home and then it seems like COVID, at least in the elder population, is like the broken hip or even like in like the more sedentary and less healthy population. But it's, you know, like the flu, it's killing people that – you know, there's always that marathon runner who's like just, you know, paddle boarding a day and just has a heart attack and dies and he's in perfect health, right? Yeah. Like it happens. And I know you don't wish death on everybody. No, not just some people. No. But, you know, there was that thing that the CDC released, you know, which is real facts. They, they released the actual deaths that were caused from COVID-19 Specifically. Specifically. Right. 9,000, 9 to 10, we'll call it 9 to 10,000. Well, they said, I think at this time we had about 180,000 deaths. So we're in early September of 2020. So when you're listening to this, who knows, maybe maybe we're all walking around with these microchipped vaccines or maybe, you know, we're all living in this new world order. Maybe, who knows, maybe Mike Pence is the president. Maybe it's Kamala Harris and maybe it's Pelosi. Who freaking knows? But The point being is just the other day, the CDC announced that, or the press release was, they had put on their website without a lot of fanfare that 92% of the COVID-19 deaths were also related to something else. And from a, you know, internet quarterback position, we can interpret that in a lot of ways and say, oh, well, that means only 8% of these people actually died from COVID. Or we could also look at it and say, well... All these people did die with COVID, and perhaps there's some correlation between their death being now versus could have been two, three, five years later. Like It appears it is shortening the lifespan for people. Did they have COVID, though, or who's to say they did? Well, because... Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've got a side story to share. This is a true story about, you know, someone that uh, my girlfriend Katie and I know in town 
they went to a testing site in Traverse City, stood in line, signed their name in, and well, signed their name in and stood in line, and then had to jet to go get, uh, pick up their kids. And they got a um, phone call or a whatever that their test results came back positive. You know, but, so and you're saying they didn't take a test. They didn't take a test. And so these are anecdotal stories. I, I mean, I've heard for weeks and a couple months that have came across the country, and you know. True or not true, it's it's alarming and it's unsettling. But you know, when we say who's to say, it's like hopefully we can trust science, whatever that is. I think mm-hmm. the challenge is we live in such a hyper polarized and hyper angry society where you know we are you know the American people especially are being tuned to basically disbelieve fact. Whether like, and I'm not saying the CDC ninety two percent is fact or fiction. What I am saying is we have a really strong culture of people that disbelieve like real fact whether it's climate change or not climate change or or you know like what we're doing as people is affecting the world negatively but i feel like there's a lot of people that like they could hear data from you know a harvard professor or somebody with 30 years of training like there's experts in the field i mean like you know with with what we do like people come to me in the financial world because i understand what i do and people come to you in the trade, like in your part of the trades, because you understand what you do. And those are things like normal people don't, we don't object to that. We don't pretend right. it, but right. we do tend to like consider scientists like idiots all of a sudden in this country. And, yeah, yeah. and so maybe when you say who's to say, I don't know the answer to that, but I think there's too much agendas at play. Yeah. And, and some agenda seems to be strongly like a compliant populace is more advantaged. Like it's a better situation for those in charge. I mean, and we're so focused on like the health of others right now, right? Like the main thing is to prevent a massive amount of people, as as many people as we can from getting COVID-19, right? I mean, so I hope this kind of opens people's eyes and like the other directions of kind of what's happening in our society. I mean, we live in a society that participates in killing millions of babies for convenience every year. I kill babies. Exactly. How do you think my skin stays so young? I rub that shit right all over me. So like, that's kind of what irks me, you know, the whole abortion thing. I mean, my stance on that. Yeah, I think that's, that's, I don't know. What's worse, abortion and killing babies or COVID? I mean, how do you, you know, how do you justify that? I don't have a vagina or female reproductive organs, so I can't have an abortion on myself. Um, I mean, I guess I could have like a, what, three times, like a 90-second trimester abortion like when I left here, which, a.k.a. suicide. But um, I, I guess I don't look to justify one being a greater evil or, you know, its own thing versus the other. I guess it, I think the hypocrisies are where it's infuriating as like what I consider to be a moral person. Like right. the hypocrisies in our in our state of Michigan, you know, when – um, you can go to the big, like you could go to the big box stores, but they were shutting down a lot of the mom and pops or the, the lottery ticket sales was a little crazy. It's like, yeah, you, or when they would say, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. The gyms are you, closed. You can't go to the dentist, but you can get fast food. You can go to the liquor store, which I get like, these are adult purchasing choices we should have. But if the government really, abortion ca- clinics were open, well, if we really cared about people's health, we would give them healthy things to do and mm-hmm. say. And, but I think really it's the hypocrisy in all of it that I think drives most of us nuts. Um, right. I think the biggest challenge it is 
there's no way to convince anybody. I, I've realized over the last, since March and being home, you've got a one strong set of people that say, like, there's this giant, like, it's, it's, it's a conspiracy and nobody gets sick and, you know, wearing a mask doesn't do anything. And I, I rely on my, you know, best friend Carl from third grade who, you know, took a YouTube video and watched it. Like, or you've got this other group that's completely extreme the other way that's like, we have to stay home forever. If we don't stay home, you hate everybody. And it's like, it doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground anymore of people willing to think about it and say, you know what, that does not make logical sense. Like the, the kids are sweating and breathing all up on each other. They're going to go home with their parents. And yet these parents are standing outside and they're all wearing masks. So, um, you know, what's why is a group of, you know, 50 safer than a group of 100 if they, they determined that groups of 10 were too many anyway? So, you know, th- those are these hypocrisies that I find to just be, it doesn't make sense. Like the people in charge don't seem to really also believe in science. So. Right, right, right. I mean, where does this yeah, end, though? That's the scary part. Yeah, like, where, where is that end point? I mean, when do we? When can we stop wearing masks? When can we finally go back to, you know... When can we close sidetracks down with some dancing? And cross-dressing wigs. Dude, but you can't even go... Like, now you can go in there and sidetracks is the, the straightest gay bar you've ever been to. I mean... If you want to possibly meet you a can woman, hella cut a rug there. Though you can hella cut a rug there. You could. So I went there the other night with my girlfriend, and there's really? the dance floor is closed. We walked in. Oh, uh, yeah, really. Cool. I was like, "Can we go into tracks? And you check didn't it tell out? me that. It was just a quick little yeah. like jaunt, and we went in, had one drink, and we kind of danced people near the dance pool. floor. A couple of people. There's maybe like twelve people in okay. there. Um, we chatted with the guys working, and you know kind of sucks like there's no way they're making money like yeah you know she the ratchety lady at the front would charge like 20 dollar covers at times like and and that's the other shitty part is like you know all these small businesses that these families have oh, you yeah. know these these families have built over years and years that's I mean, the worst part that, that's the worst part again i don't wish death upon anyone and i'm not saying that there's not a sickness out there but like how can we figure out how to have a happy medium well do you remember back in like April or May, they were like, there'll be a million people dead by the end of the year, right? Or two million. And now we're at, we're under 200,000. And let's say we get, you know, we'll get more people will die. It, it That's what's going to happen. But we've upended the way, you know, what I wouldn't say was a super great society. I mean, it, it was a free society to some extent, but we also think we're free. But yeah, all this other shit's controlled. Like, don't take my pension. Don't take my social security check. You know, I still want good roads, but I don't want to pay for poor people to have food stamps. Like, it's a very double-edged sword. Or give me my, you know, tax child tax credit, but, you know, God forbid we fund the, the schools or NPR. So we're not as free as we think we are here. But I think we've upended a way of life that, you know, I work with businesses. That's what I do in my day gig. And to watch people you've known or just to watch the amount of struggle that seems unnecessary. And we've not allowed private individuals and private enterprises to kind of figure out a, you know, a solution to this. I mean, remember when construction shut down and, or the lawn cutting, right? Like you could recreate outside, but in Michigan, if you were a landscape business, you couldn't work for a while. And people are like, dude, I'm a dude in a lawnmower with no other people by me. Like, how did that make sense? Right. Like, well, if, if a sweat particle dropped on a grass clipping and a sparrow shat on it, and then that backsplash on your car and you touch the doorknob, you will die of COVID-19. Yeah. Yep. We kind of 
got past that. Um, yeah. But I mean, where are we in? So we got an election coming up, which probably has some influence on how this COVID thing is going. Where, where, what, what happens? What's Jits? November 5th, or I don't know what election day is off the, the top 4th. of my head. I'm a felon, so I the can't 4th. vote anyway. Um, November 4th. Totally not a felon. Remember, um, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Jeff is kidding. But, you know, my vote's a waste anyway, so um, that's because I vote libertarian all the time, and because I am an idealist, and if the, we don't actually do something to change society, we can't expect it to change. But um, So let's say it's the day after election. What does this look like? Are we wearing masks? Are we walking around with ARs, shooting them in the air? What, what, what's going on here? I think the aliens come on the 5th. Yep. I'll get your rectal probes out, everybody. Like, yep. You think your neck hurt after that time in the shower? <laughs> They're going to bust through those Lula leggings like no other. <laughs> Did I tell you how cute my co-host looks tonight? Oh, my God. This came in like the whitest black ninja I've ever seen. Just... <laughs> fantastic like where'd you get those like lululemon i was like oh my god my daughter will kick your butt and steal your leggings like <laughs> she made me wait 57 minutes in line with her oh i didn't even go into the store until we they, they let me pay side note we just got a like a lulu it's called the lululemon pop-up we're right whatever the yeah f, f that it's means. a small store yeah, it's a small store, and there's been a line out the door every time I've walked by. I mean, I love a good pair of leggings on a good-looking woman. But you know what? For once, can you have, like, Fat Woman Day? Just so, like, we can just all, like, be, like, mm-hmm. Baggy sweats. Baggy sweats, like, nice, like, camel toe shots. Like, I just want to see a 300-pound fish just flopping around in $120 leggings. Like, you know, Torrid meets Lululemon. It would be fantastic. I'm probably getting disbanded for that one. <laughs> no, but like, okay, so it's the fifth. The aliens come. But like, I mean, are we going to wear masks till there's an, a vaccine? Until like the yeah. government changes? Until like we get sick of it? Like what if everyone didn't wear a mask and not everyone died? Are they going to arrest us all, fine us all? I mean, all that's up for debate. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think wearing a mask helps? No, I don't. But like, I'm sorry, but if you can smell a fart through a freaking mask, how is a tinier particle of a virus? Are you okay with wearing a mask though? Like, if you it, like, we don't know, right? But I also know that people want me wearing pants when I go into their place of business, which you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. But it doesn't say trousers. But I assume I can't be out there flopping around. But if if they're asking you to do it, like I've read, you know, I've seen people on the internet that, that they're like, by law. We have to do this. And then there's a whole group of people that are like, well, that's not the law. So I'm upset that you're doing it. It's like, you know what? No, they're a business owner and they're just taking the free sign that like the local chamber of commerce gave them to like stay open. Where do you take that to? Like, are you, you know, you wear a mask. Like we went out to dinner last week. Yeah. We wore a mask. Yeah. But like, I'm going to follow the rules. I mean, you know, I, it's, I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm not one of those people why? that's like, I'm not going to wear one. Well, why are you going to follow the rules? To respect other people. Okay, so you know? like, isn't that an amount of decency that we can all at least try to like sure. start with? But like, absolutely. Then how do we take that? Because it's like if we both believe like wearing a mask seems silly, and the science is pervasive, perhaps on if it works or not. Um, at least to the degree like wearing. I mean, I'm basically wearing a pair of women's underwear on my face with, like, I mean, that's literally what it is. But 
Um, or the people wearing them where their nose hangs out. And I'm like, as a Jew, I take offense to regular white people walking around with like their nose hanging out. Side note, Jeff is a Jew. He's talked about this. Thinking they can just walk around showing their big nose. And I'm like, that's not even a big nose. Like, put that thing away. And I have a beautiful nose. It's tiny. Thank you, mom, dad. But no, but like, if you're able to respect people and wear a mask, like, where then does the respect from, I guess, like, where does the respect from the liberal agenda come in to hear another point of view? Like, where does it, like, like how, if you can do it, like, how can other people be respectful, at least listen to the, you know, does the mask even make sense? Is this a possible hoax? Not hoax, but is it like is there a, a media manipulated? Motive, yeah. So how do you make that connection with someone who, you know, we live in Traverse City. We have extreme people on the right side. We have extreme people on the left side. And that, you're on the Facebook. You see them both. How do you engage a person on that side that's like, how dare you leave your house? If you leave your house, you're you are murdering me. Like, you know, and they're it's the cancel culture. It's the complete like shutdown. Like, oh, if you support the big orange Cheeto buffoon, like you're immoral and I can't even have a conversation with you. And it's like, you know, but we all could have a conversation. But how do you get through to that person? How do you get through Karen to Karen the snowflake? And Karen. I know that's already inciting everybody. They're all like, oh, he called us a snowflake. I don't. And I was like, it's because we live in the Arctic, people. Come on, get with it. I don't think it's possible. I honestly don't. I know a couple of them, though. We all do. Yep, I do. So what do you? I how do. do you have like a calm You can't. Or can you just be funny about it and be like. No, because oh, they'll was, take offense to it. I was at the sidetracks the other day and like, you know. It's just giant gay orgy going on, dicks and fucking vaginas and everything sweaty and dripping on each other, but everyone's wearing a mask, so it can't get COVID, yay! Or it's like when I go get a haircut, like, I've only been a couple times since the, like, you could go, and they take your temperature and they ask you, like, your symptoms and blah, 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 and I always say, like, all the diseases I have you can't catch unless your clothes are off, or, like, you know, I'll... Just they'll be like, what's your temperature? They'll be like, 133. And they'll just be like, what? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm at 117. It's fine. And like, I'm fine. And they're like, no, do you have any symptoms? I'm like, well, I have this rash that's starting to develop down here. And there's these flakes coming off of my genitals. But I think I'm going to be fine. And they usually just stop and stare. And they're oh, like, oh, COVID symptoms. Oh. Because like, when in the history of us ever being sick? Like, even during a really nasty flu season or H1N1 or... Even AIDS, like they never would ask you anywhere, like, like, hey, did Let's you did you swap needles with anyone this weekend? Uh-huh. Did you by chance have unprotected gay sex in the butt this weekend? Oh, well, we're not gonna like you know you have to come up to the dairy lodge with your mask on now. So, how do we have like that? We can't bridge. How do we build a bridge? There's a division, man. So what do we do? Take to the streets. I don't Gotta know. get my AR. I don't know. I don't have enough psychology uh, credits to my name to figure that out. I think it's credits. I think it's just that we're we are divided now in the U.S. and it's not getting better. And I think all the quote unquote solutions to solve these problems. I think our leaders on both sides aren't really honest with us about they're they're honest dish. Honest but there's not enough like truth that I think is real and raw for people to basically say, oh, okay, like I could, I can come to an intelligent conclusion as well. Maybe they disagree, but at least they can see the logic. And I think what we're unwilling to do is it seems like those in charge don't want to share their logic anymore. And it's very much like, this is how it is. Um, and I, and I will say as a believer in small government, 
you know, yes, the federal government may not have done enough to whatever, quote unquote, protect us from COVID. But I also don't look at it being anyone else's job to protect me and my family from anything. Right. It's my job. Right. Um, and so I will say, like, I feel like and not as a huge believer in federal government at all, that the hands off approach to like quarantining states and how to do things it seems more better than it coming from the federal government and like, you know, locking the, us down. I mean, that's even more terrifying, but like we've become so compliant to states doing it where, I mean, our governor has issued 150 odd executive orders where it's like, you know, if I was a lawmaker, it's just like every day you're rattling off new rules, new rules, new rules. And I get the idea of like being adaptive, but it, it doesn't necessarily seem like it makes sense. I mean, we're in, a rural area, right? We're not seeing people die left and right. But I can tell you what, even in Metro Detroit where, you know, you've had almost, what, 7,000 people die? Well, out of a, a metro area of 10 million plus, that's not that many. I mean, it's a lot, but it's also not like, should the rest of the world change? Right. Yep. Do you have COVID? I could. Should we be wearing masks when we do this? We are wearing we masks. We are wearing masks. We are wearing masks. Me. We sanitized. Um, we are six feet apart. I'm wearing a dental dam, I think. Um, yep, totally fine. I I have a gas mask on. I'm, Sweet. Yep. The one that's attached to the bong? Yeah. Sweet. Luke, I am your father. <clears throat> so what else do you want to talk about with COVID? Like, I... You know, I ran into a guy in the parking lot the other day, and the and it's like I haven't seen him in months. And you know, he 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 hushed his voice to kind of go through the same kind of stuff we're talking about. Like he's like, it's bullshit that da 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 da. And I'm just like, are they watching us, man? Like, <laughs> they're gonna pick us up off the street. Like, oh man. But like, I don't know what. Do you feel like? Okay, so it's September. And it's about to be too cold for hospitality and restaurants to be open here in our area. And viruses to live. Yeah, but do you think do you think we're shutting down again? I honestly don't think so. I okay. don't think so because why? You know, I mean, our numbers aren't going up. Like I, I, you know, if if we did shut down again, there's definitely an ulterior motive. There's another agenda out there, but which I'm still kind of convinced of at this point. I mean, I think there are people that have always wanted to rule over other people with a harsher fist than has been the case. I think, you know, I, I did see an interesting article like that since 9-11, the solution, the government's solution to all of like America's problems has been more government. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is the world we live in now. We live in a world where we have government interactions with our lives daily. And as a free person, and someone who has witnessed the immense power of the state murder. I mean, the United States has been blowing people up my entire life, yeah. right? We've had governments across the planet killing people forever. And so if you tell me more government is good, I, I kind of look at like the history since mankind of big government. And, you know, there has been forces at work that are to keep us under the thumb. But I don't see that getting better. I mean... You know, yeah, it's nice when people can talk about it like a few true patriots and like, which I always find to be kind of malarkey because it's like, well, you're a patriot until it's like, uh, hey, you know what? Kids are starving. Like, what are you doing to like help your fellow man that way? Oh, they're we're born trash. They should die that way. And it's like, well, that's pretty much the total anti-Christian way to handle this shit. And 
I don't know. I, I know the part I can play, but like, how do we help other people do this better? Where does that come in? That's me being real for once. Like, are you? Are you? Whoa, vulnerable. Always, man. I like I, if people are living genuine and kind to each other. Like this is no, the I world we you. live in. Like, I hear you. yeah. This is bullshit. Like, if the idea was to wipe out the virus, why didn't everybody stay home for a month? Mm-hmm. You know, why didn't the government coordinate a like, hey, we're gonna massively make sure everyone can get food. We're going to make sure there's logistics to like get your meds. There's lotto tickets out there. And, well, not even that, but it's like shut everything down, like take a pause on the world for a month. And as long as everyone had access to food and water, we could have figured it out. So what happens if like, what if Joe Biden wins? What is that going to do to COVID? <laughs> what about, what do you think of that? What, what happens there? Yeah. I mean, that's scary, dude. Well, I mean, but like, do we become more under lock and key? Absolutely. Or does it like a, a magically everyone's fine a week later? I think we become more. More under lock and key? Yeah. Okay. And what if Donald Trump wins his re-election? What happens like the week after? Do the... The day after, COVID's done. COVID's done? Is that because the media is like, I got to find something else because he's here for four more years? Right. Or, okay. The ulterior motive has failed. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. So you're saying if people vote for Donald Trump, COVID goes away? Yep. That's a hilarious marketing piece. I, I will disagree with that respectfully. Um, I'm going to vote for the only woman candidate that also has her PhD and has never like molested like and raped girls, I'm pretty sure, who has not been involved with blowing people up in other countries, um, which both the president and the vice president have had a firsthand account. So I'll, I'll sleep really well at night knowing like I threw my vote away. But from a moral high ground, I'll do that any day of the week. But, you know, but I will I will appreciate your, you know, if you vote for Donald Trump, the COVID virus goes away. We just figured out this is episode six. No, we yeah, we knew that, though. We knew that. But this is coming out post-election. It may. Elections so, in 10 cool. weeks. Right? Eight weeks. I really suck at math right now. November September, 4th. October, November. It's like 10 weeks, eight weeks. So it'll be close. It'll be close. So... Maybe we'll see. Maybe like Ronald Reagan morning in America. Like maybe we wake up and it's like, oh, hey, the riots are done. Maybe no matter who wins, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. And I think realistically, I mean, they're the same coin, different side. Um, so do you know anyone that had COVID? Yeah, I, I do. knew a couple people. I actually uh, played in a hockey tournament. You played in that hockey tournament? Yeah, I played in a hockey tournament. Dude, my daughter's his mom's third baby's daddy's daddy. Got the COVID from the hockey tournament. So I played in that hockey tournament. There was like 20 cases. Yeah, Yeah, and he got sick for a day. My kids had to quarantine for two weeks. I shook hands with a guy who tested positive, Um, and I'm good. I mean, that was My kids rode in a car with him. Same hockey tournament. Maybe it might be the same guy, but doubtful. Um, Doubtful, yeah. This guy's older, but he was sick for like a day. So then the health department called, and – I literally find out about this after my kids have been with me for probably four and a half days. So it's like, oh, this happened, and so-and-so is sick, and he's got the COVID, and the kids can't go anywhere. And I'm like, dude, we're, like, on the boat with friends right now. Like, we are already somewhere. And I disclosed what was Did going down. Did you get down. nervous? Did you get nervous? Not really. A I didn't get bit. nervous about being sick. I more was like, you know, my one daughter was missing a week of practice for soccer. So what, you know, big deal, not huge deal, but... Um, no, I was just more, I, I found myself agitated at like the whole situation that it was like, this is stupid in a way. Cause it's like, well, he's fine. The guy who had it, 
no one in my nobody's looking sick and the idea of borrowing trouble is the worst part to me so this whole like we're fighting this invisible enemy well the challenge is like we're going to do that forever and so if we do that like what part of it is like can we deal with the problems in front of our face like if i'm sick i will deal with being sick and yes i will try to prevent illness i will wash my hands i will eat healthy i will rub my magic healing crystals i will you know, whatever I've got to do, you know, stick them up your bum bum, stick them up. up. I have elderberry bum bum berries that you put up your bum bum and they just, <laughs> it's just, it's not only super healthy cause it's elderberry, but it also cleanses the colon. That's awesome. Yeah. Elderberry bum bum berries are great. Um, so we'll see who's the president and who has COVID after that. But I think we're going to be wearing masks for a hot minute. I think so too. I think that was a good episode. I think it was pretty decent. I think, uh, I think you're not allowed to rip off shit you read on the internet anymore. <laughs> I love you. But like you you are like I get the anger behind it, but yeah. like I don't know, man. It's COVID. It's so hard to like really know what the fuck is going on. Like we're sheeple. We're not no, we're not sheeple. We're like peons in this freaking sea, right? And the sheeple are the ones that just like listen to whatever they're told. And I mean, we're critically thinking through it, but I just don't there's not enough real, like, I don't know science enough to be like, oh, hey, like in blind studied trials of 12 patients, blah, 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 his erection's bigger than his. Like, I don't know that kind of science, but what I do know is like, it doesn't seem like real science has a, ta- a seat at the table. It seems like people like the docs on the front lines that were like, I'm dealing with this every day. And like, here's what's happened. The nurses on the front lines, like they're not actually being listened to. All right. Well. Thank you for listening. WNBC. Oh, wait. No, that's the Howard Stern guy. Um, Leave us a comment. Shoot us a DM. Oh, We're going to get so many friggin'. I can't wait to be like, I'm. Send the, us your hate mail. My name's Karen Snowflake. That's my real name. And you pieces of shit have ruined my life. Like, I want to meet you, Karen Snowflake. Send us a message. Send us tit pics, dick pics, butt pics, hole pics, all the pics you can come up with. Snapchat us, DM us. Institute us, Twitter, grandma us, uh, any of it. Um, subscribe, is that a thing? Buy our merch. Subscribe. Honest ish with a side of hot sauce. Buy all the merch. We do have a sweet logo. I'm pretty excited about merching it up. Joe Rogan, only 94 more episodes. Today. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Honest ish with a side of hot sauce. See you.